Welcome back to Roadmap, Autotrader UK's product and tech podcast. Today's episode is all about the dark art of delivery. And to help me on this subject, I've got Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hey. I've got Miguel. Hey. Hello, Miguel. And last but not least, I've got Ebony, a.k.a. Ebs. Hey, Ebs. Hey, mate. So, delivery, one of my favourite subjects. Yeah, and you all know why, don't you? Yeah. Because did you used to work in delivery? I used to, or? I used to work in delivery. I think I've heard it a few times on the podcast. I know. I don't know what happened, but next time it was like, you're now not part of delivery. Oh. Um, but yeah, I thought it'd be really good to do a little bit of an intro into end-to-end delivery and how like delivery works at Autotrader. And then we can get more into your specific roles because it is pretty broad, yeah. broad role. So, Ebs, you want to kick us off with like a little bit of an intro into just what end-to-end delivery is at AT? Absolutely. So I guess for context, um, the delivery function, so our our role is part of go-to-market tribe. Um, So there's a load to think about when you're talking about end-to-end delivery. And we will be at the forefront of trying to drive the end-to-end delivery. Uh, It's anything from ideation and discovery, typically working with dev, design, um, products, through to taking a product to market. In some scenarios, you are looking at in-life support and also I guess if we need to take a product out of market the sunsetting of a product so it's everything in between um, we certainly wouldn't say we do it on our own we're part of teams that drive the end-to-end um, process um, but we do create the momentum from a delivery right. perspective and where I mean specifically probably a question for yourself Miguel and Daniel where do you where do you sit currently on that sort of that breadth of, of role are you in particular areas where you work more predominantly like with PT teams uh yes yeah, so i'm working with uh well a mix of, of pnt teams and operational teams as well um so i guess that in the the rollout end of of the uh the process yeah and where specifically are you at the moment in terms of Autotrader, what what things are you working on uh, so i'm aligned to autotrader connect so that's our api platform for oh, connecting cool our systems to retail systems. Yeah. Um, so that um, covers AT Connect stuff. Also, um, the um, AT Connect solution for deal builder as well. So allowing retailers to have deal builder in their own yeah, systems. So pretty, pretty tech heavy. Yeah. yeah. And what about yourself, Miguel? Uh, I'm aligned uh, with a couple of our internal tools teams. Uh, so kind of support and messaging platforms um, who do a lot of the support tooling for our support teams to support our customers. That was a lot of time saying there's the word support. 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 <laughs> support. I always do this, and I, there's there's no other synonym for it. Um, and and there's the, yeah on on the kind of internal tools um, that sort of stuff. I also do a little bit on a self um, serve learning platform that we're working on at the moment for our customers to uh, kind of do the onboarding process online. And then I do work on a couple of the digital retailing um, teams, but I'll probably hand over to, to Ebs on digital retailing because she's Mrs. Yeah. Digital Retailing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but really just for me and Seb, so again, are you more, right now, your assignment is very much product and tech? I, I would say there's a bit of a mix. So on the yeah. support and messaging part of things, because I do work <coughs> with some of the support teams, it's a bit of a blended team. So right. a, lot of it, a lot of it is around managing kind of how that works together that kind of tech part of things and and the operational side the op- gathering operational requirements kind of talking about the problems that they have day to day supporting customers um versus kind of the more tech side right uh, and, and dev heavy side okay so daniel more dev heavy you're blending into operations and what about yourself Ebs? 
just to clear up, I am not Mrs. Digital Retailing, but thanks, <laughs> Miguel. Um, <laughs> That's going to stick, yeah. that. Oh, my God. Um, I do look after digital retailing with a consumer lens. So digital retailing, obviously, is quite large in auto trader at the moment. Um, but I am focused more on the consumer side of things. So I will work more with products and tech um, to support some of the consumer journey requirements. So I guess um, to answer your question, I'd probably be more flexing into product and tech. Um, however, with all our roles, there'll be an operational lens we need to pull across it to yeah. make sure we're not just um, narrowed focus with product and tech. Yeah. So, I mean, we were, we were talking to some of your colleagues around um, taking products to market and, and front of house. Does it feel like the roles you're currently playing are more like the ninja roles, sort of a bit in the background lean? How would you describe it, you know, if it's not we're getting into the technicalities, but mm -hmm. said like, you know, what is it like working in, in your particular spaces? How would you describe it? Do you want to, do you want yeah. to start, yeah. Daniel? Yeah. You look I like you're ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Daniel's, Daniel's <laughs> chomping at the bit. I think he's <laughs> desperate to go. <laughs> no, I, I think it was, uh, I think for me, it's definitely that kind of behind the scenes, like mechanics, getting things moving, um, making, you know, making sure that the right connections are being made and the right people are talking to each other um, rather than, yeah, than the kind of visual, vi being visible all the time. Yeah. Mm. I think there's something, so some, one of us has mentioned at one point um, saying that, a lot of the times it's not us it's enabling other people to kind of perform at that level yeah. um, so it's around that kind of creating those spaces making sure that people are talking to each other making sure that we're moving along and then it's around everybody taking that initiative is, is about that kind of cross-functional team yeah. effort yeah it's a bit like working in the shadows <laughs> I, well, wouldn't I, 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 I definitely I wouldn't put really it like dark, that, right? Isn't it? Like we're <laughs> creepy. We're not, not creepy. Not creepy, but it, it does. I mean, like, I, I mean, I do. Yeah. I work close with Daniel. Yes. I mean, like we we do a lot, but it does feel like, you know, we've got it's very front and center platform at the moment with the strategy, and there's a lot of like broadcast we're doing through products uh, and Dell who looks after that, but you can see in the background, like I'd say, mm -hmm. Daniel is that moving things around where. It is that ninja type moves where it's very quiet. You don't, you won't necessarily know that those things are happening, but they're absolutely crucial for moving us forward. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, getting the reporting together, yeah. making sure that we're getting the right data to the right people at the right time, or funneling questions from like our leadership team and going, actually, these questions are coming all from over here, rather than us answering it three times, let's answer it one time. Which yeah. to me is that like. I don't know why. I just got this picture of Daniel in like a little little ninja suit. <laughs> well, I, I think. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> what delivery did you work? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. GCHQ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, I do think we do a bit of this, like to your point, Pete. We are working in the background to make sure that all the right people know all the relevant information. We're not always front and center. We're not like an SME in products. We're not an SME in the tech. We're working to coordinate with some really skilled people within AutoTrader, and the role we play is to create the momentum, but to make sure it's connecting to the bigger picture with AutoTrader. So we're not always like, look at us, look at us, but in the background, we're, we're kind of tunneling away, trying to make sure we're doing things in the right yeah. way, and we're connecting the right people, creating that momentum, and, and making sure we're taking those things to market. Yeah. But there is, there is other roles, though, in the, well, other delivery leads in the function that are much more front of house and running like big, like broadcast sessions as well so that is part of the wider role but right now you lot it's more you you particular three is more background currently is it 
Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I think um, there will be other people within our delivery team that will take more of a front and centre approach. They may not necessarily be aligned with the product lead that might take more accountability or might be working on a tech-based um, initiative. So, yeah, you are right. I think we will, whilst we will find forums that we make sure that we are front and centre in, we'll be we'll be doing most of the back right. background work. Yeah. And is that something where, when you think about, again, your careers you deliver leads as a function where is there a set of like really core skills that you all share and then the specialisms that you all have as well i mean like again picking on daniel because we work together is you've now well you're now <laughs> but got, you're glad you came on the pod well, now, now, now you've got a, like a deep understanding of, of the platform that is starting to develop a, a specialism and understanding but what are the core shared skills that you said everybody in delivery these are absolutely critical things that we have you might have different views on that. For me, I think it's it's communication and it's being able to take a message or something and dissect it down into manageable chunks that people can understand. Like sort of like you said then about the platform space, even even if it's still a really complicated space. There's loads going on, but by being able to like dissect the right information mm-hmm. that people need, uh, the right level is probably yep. something that we probably all do in our work streams. Yeah, I think being curious as well, like not just asking a question for question's sake, but for understanding. To Daniel's point there, our job is to try to simplify some of the things we're doing as a business and to understand how they connect up to the, the bigger picture. So if we don't have good context, we might not have the right people in the room, we might, be, might not be making the right decisions. So there is something about having curiosity in the role um, and playing that role of you're quite impartial, you're not invested in the problem or the solution, you're invested in what is what we're trying to do and how is that gonna impact and like the customer base or the consumer wherever we're working. Yeah. So there is something about the curiosity, I think is quite key to the role that we play. Also, that really resonated with me where we have our heads out of it a little bit and yeah. then we can kind of come in and try and really understand the crux of it mm-hmm. and be a little bit impartial and then try and distill all that information and position it in a way that's a little bit easier to understand perhaps to mm-hmm. somebody who is not as product and tech heavy, not as into the detail as, as yeah. a lot of our teams are yeah. that we work with. Yeah. Definitely. And how... Because I am in because I'm, I'm not part of it. <laughs> I'm not even in like, you know, I was hoping we'd have some sort of... Um, There's no alumni, so yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, you know, do I get invited to like the social stuff? No, absolutely not. But is there, I mean, back back in the day, back when I joined, like delivery leads were very individual in their areas. The collaboration between delivery leads was, was minimal because mm-hmm. we were all individual in our areas. How was it as a function? So probably starting with yourself three, because you work closely together. How do you collaborate? And then how do you take that collaboration back into wider delivery where you may be then working with other delivery leads mm-hmm. who are more, might, might be more in the, the go-to-market space where you're influencing with the P&T teams, things that they may be doing. How does that internal delivery collaboration work? We do quite a lot. Yeah. So it's not like it was in the olden days. The older, we collaborate. We olden, olden days. Yeah. Anyway, the, we the do. Good old days. Yeah. Sorry, we do collaborate quite a lot. Actually, we actively make the decision to connect because um, we're the way that the delivery community is set up is we're strategically placed against the business key objective. So there'll be a team of people on digital retailing marketplace and in platform. And those communities get together and talk through what's happening and try to see whether there's overlap, whether there's um, like an opportunity to build some efficiencies in. So we do that. So I'll speak from a digital retailing perspective. We we have 
like a deep dive into digital retailing, what's happening on like a now and next sort of scale. We'll look at how we support one another if we're coming up against challenges in the business. So whether that be timings, um, whether that be messaging, whether that be working with like specific teams and trying to get time and an understanding of the work that we're doing. So we do support each other quite a bit. Um, yeah, and obviously from a delivery perspective, broader than just dividing ourselves into three, we connect up once every couple of months and we look at like the full roadmap of activity for the business and understand where, again, where the emphasis in, are we focusing on the wildly important? Because that's, that's something we have to do. We have to cut through some of the noise sometimes and make sure we're focusing on the right things. So yeah. I'd say yeah. we connect quite a bit. Yeah. Obviously I'd you also do Delivery Academy, don't you? Yeah, so <coughs> we use that as a thanks, nice plug there. Uh, <laughs> we use, the, we You're use that welcome. As an opportunity for like things that are coming up in our separate delivery lives to to try and like share with the group, like be like hints and tips or software we're using, or, or even just like sharing a particular challenge and how we we overcame it. Um, so that that's been really useful, and obviously because we use so many different tools across the business, that's that's often a, a focus of it. But um, that's a good way to connect as well, because um, obviously sometimes with that comes people will give an example our context and then it just it triggers and you're like oh yeah that, that mm. that's, uh, resonates with me as well and have you found Miguel because you you're one of our more more recent hires that <laughs> like these f join ups delivery academy are, all, are they benefited you getting embedded really quickly Oh yeah, hundred percent. And like, I also the the one thing I was gonna say is everybody's dead approachable. So I think there's been so many situations <coughs> where I've just linked up with some of the delivery teams colleagues, like just to say, I've got this problem. What do you think? Because mm -hmm. uh, do people do have specialisms? But in terms of those kind of sessions that do kind of share the knowledge quite a bit, uh, yeah, they're they're fantastic to kind of embed people in the team. Um, and there's a lot of recordings as well. So I found myself, you know, the fa first kind of few weeks at AutoTrader, just watching back all the recordings of the ones that have already been done, learning about all a lot of products um, kind of in that way in my own time, um, yeah. rather than actively asking lots of questions which I was doing alongside that. Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's a, it's a good point that Miguel makes. There's a lot of experience in the delivery function. Like there's a lot of people, whilst we're probably quite new to yeah. AutoTrader, there are people that have been in AutoTrader for 20 odd years hundreds, of, hundreds years. of years <laughs> so i do think there's a lot of experience and with experience obviously um they'll know a lot of people and they'll be able to connect you with the right people so it is a good opportunity to learn from um the past Pete. yeah yeah <laughs> i like you know, it gets all misty now yeah it I, does moody. i drift back to 2012 in his ninja suit <laughs> <laughs> just about squeeze into yeah. it um it's interesting though because uh, like i know you just you described is get together work out where the assignments are, where the gaps are, where the skills are needed. How do you approach though? So, because we're gonna, we have always a lot of teams that are always on in terms of um, tech team, and it might not be that delivery is needed for whatever phase they're in for a particular one, but you, will, you may join an existing mm -hmm. team and you may leave an existing team and go on to another team where the need, the need is more. How do you then approach that establishing new relationships you might work with people and working out what's the right fit because i'm thinking the right fit when me and daniel worked together on stock was a very different fit oh yeah it's what needed Forgot for platform yeah yeah we've done we've made them well together Guys. so is it is that have you got your little um little black book of things i do to get to really start to make a difference and know what the Ooh. what the recipe is to work with this particular team what a great question yeah. I do have a black book. Yeah. Of 
things that I need of things to do. Not, not to do. <laughs> Tried, failed. <laughs> Tried, failed. Um, I think the key thing for me, and it, it will be individual actually, which is why you've asked the question, I assume. But yeah. like for, for me, like relationships are really important to understand how to get the most out of a team and to think about connecting with a team. I kind of need to understand how the team is and on an individual basis as well as what the team's trying to drive towards. So my personality is set that way. I like to make connections with people. I need to understand a little bit about them. So I, I do that. I rely on relationships to understand how I can make the most impact. Um, so that's really important to me and I spend a lot of time doing that. Um, but alongside of that, I think the other thing <laughs> tried and failed um, is not every team's the same so you can't take a cookie cutter approach to when you are moving teams it's not like well this worked well with the deal builder team so I'm going to implement it over in the platform space it isn't like that yeah. um, and I do think you have to have a certain amount of emotional intelligence to understand how you have impact and value because the people you work with will all offer different things and as a delivery lead you're not going in to replace somebody you're going in to add the value and drive momentum. So you have to figure that bit out. It's not a pick this up and shift yeah. it over here. I think I realized why I was moved out of uh, delivery then. <laughs> Emotional intelligence, yeah. lack of. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja suit didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about yourself, Miguel? Because I mean, again, you, you've joined recently yeah. um, and I've come in and I've had to sort of, everyone expects, expects new people to hit the ground running pretty mm. fast. Yeah. So. What's your tips and techniques? So I definitely kind of, there's something around like talking to the tech lead of a team. Usually I find really beneficial to kind of get a little bit of a feel for how that team, if it's an established team anyway, mm. um, how, what makes them tick, like how they work, what kind of personality we have in a team. Um, but I'm fairly organic. I definitely don't have a rule book. Like I get <laughs> in, I kind of work in the space for a couple of weeks and figure out what's what, who's who, um, what kind of makes the team move or not, um, what they like and what they dislike. Mm. And then over time I build those practices. So I'm, it's fairly intuitive for me. Yeah. There's like a few things that I'll definitely do, like uh, connect with tech leads and I might institute kind of a, you know, some kind of cadence to mm. say in a, every couple of weeks, I'll catch up with a tech lead or with some particular people in a stream. Um, but it is kind of, or it's definitely organic for me and, and intuitive. Yeah. You're super approachable though. Your personality enables some of that as well. And I think I can see that as you start to work with teams. No offense, Daniel. Where, where is, where is Daniel? <laughs> no. I'm joking. What about yourself, Daniel? No, uh, real with an iron fist. Cookie cutter. This is the barrel I've going yeah. out. No, it's similar, similar to Ebbs. I think it's just about like uh, making those, like building those relationships, get chatting to people, getting people feeling like comfortable. Um, with the with the group i yeah. think reading reading the room and reading reading the team is is kind of like essential right to to what we do um and just kind of yeah work like everybody's got a different style trying to understand what might work with different like the individuals as well as the the whole team yeah um, yeah i think this that is a big to me that's one of the big standouts from like when we talk about delivery when i look at the previous organizations in where it was project managers and actually you were you were looked at sometimes more as the figurehead and everything goes through the project manager and how <clears throat> it feels very different. Like, I'm not saying to other tech organizations, but it is a different role than, than I played in the past where it is that bit of, you know, you are not front and center and you're not, not everything goes through you. 
but trying to find the bits where you can add value and if it's something's working really well not just changing it because you think it'll change yeah if you're not changing it for the sake of changing it yeah. something's humming just leave it humming because there's there's always a problem somewhere else you can go and solve mm. and has that been again probably you've all come from different industries so i don't i don't know everyone's backgrounds of where they were before art trader but have you found operating in art trader different than previous organizations or is this yes yeah, this exactly how it was in your previous role I, I think like the the main thing that you mentioned there around like it, it's very cross-functional at AutoTrader so like we do empower teams to carry out part of the roles that sometimes would be traditionally considered project management I guess and mm-hmm. um, definitely it, in my background um, it was more around you are the figurehead that you are the project manager you are um, the, the kind of face of the team you take in all the comms and then distill it down to the team um, so there was a little bit of kind of agile cross-functional stuff but mainly traditional uh, yeah. project management feel to it um, i come from like agency side um so coming to autotrade is a little bit of a different kind of thing but um you get up to speed pretty quickly people do <laughs> um, kind of like uh, help you get your grips and uh, get your bearings is yeah. what i'm looking for yeah. what about yourself daniel uh, similar to Miguel, so agency side where, yeah, you were probably, it was probably a little bit more traditional, a um, bit more top-down collaboration, but less of it. I think here, yeah, you, you are, like, it's you're working together as one team and no, nobody's kind of in charge. It's just, yeah. and I think for, um, in the delivery function anyway, it's just about working out wha- how you can best serve that team um, rather than having it there, something defined. Yeah. And your, your background, you'd not have to say your agency as well, are you? No, no, I have had a career change, actually. So oh, to right. come to Autotrade, I, I, I used to work in sport. So for about 16 years, I was working in sports management, sports development um, in Australia and over here. Um, and You're from Australia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd drop that in okay. before you got a chance to. Um, yeah, so I, it was a very big, sh- like, shift for me great opportunity um but i would lie i would say i wasn't bricking it when i came into auto trade i had no um experience in this type of industry however i did have project management experience previously in my and there was quite a lot of transferable skills so i think auto trader took a bit of a punt on me um which i'm pleased about but yeah very very different um and i was just really fortunate actually when i started because I worked <laughs> in quite a, a, like a good tribe that had good tech leads um, and product leads that didn't mind me asking a load of questions. I think there's something about, um, you know, I've worked with like Mike Hewitson, with yourself, Pete, with Katie and others that were like comfortable in sharing like what it is that they were doing, how things were set up, the, vo- the value that delivery could play in that space. And I guess, again, I've learned from every experience I've had at Auto Trader, but yeah, it was very different for me coming in. Yeah, uh, haven't come agency side. <laughs> yeah, you weren't in the same agency, were you? We were. Ah! <laughs> I, I wasn't sure whether to call it out. I was no, like, no, 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 we'll leave it all to mystery. Yeah. Uh, Daniel kind of. Uh, I was going to say brought brought me in. You you referred me to for yeah. the job. I didn't. Know. So I knew you two. Did like, you not? Oh, I knew you two knew each other socially. I know we're going going totally <laughs> off pace there. <laughs> it was like when I found out Miguel, you. Were Portuguese, I'm like, oh, you, you sound like the, the uh, <laughs> you know, a true Lancastrian. <laughs> Don't know what you mean. 
<laughs> no, we used to work together, and we we used to work in the same team sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. loved we loved and hated each other. I think probably. <laughs> oh. we worked. So my my role was kind of hybrid. I was like account manager, project manager, whilst Daniel was more traditional, like just project manager, and that kind of account manager, project manager clash. We mostly loved each other. Though, yeah, right? yeah, most of the time. That, that's, that's what I remember. Isn't it? I remember the good times. <laughs> I, I remember the good times too. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel like a third wheel here. Yeah. This oh, is getting sorry, very guys. uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I was going to ask around, around like, so, because again, I know, I'm going to put my view on this, is I was going to ask about like hints and tips, because I know we've had people transfer into the function and, and actually getting the head round, like when you join, getting your head mm. round, like just products and tech, because one of the big things I've been like mentoring one of the delivery leads is you don't need to know everything. No. And I think I, I learned that when I moved into doing network projects from doing like software projects at a consultancy. And I got obsessed with trying to understand what DCAP and cryptos do. I wasn't the network engineer, but you know, the bit where I just didn't understand the terminology. And then it was that point of going, you just need, you need to know enough yeah. But you don't need to know everything because you are not the engineer or you're, you're not, not the, the product, product person. Yeah. And I, I don't know, that that is like my golden tip when when they're talking to like budding delivery leads. But do you have that you're like again, not your black book, but like the those core learnings of saying, Do you know what? Like, don't worry about Yeah. Is there any of those that you could throw out there? Thinking someone's joined Art Trader tomorrow whether it be an apprentice, graduate, whatever, a career change, saying these are the things just to not worry about? I think your um, advice is good. You can't be an expert at everything, and nor do you need to be, but you need to know the tipping point of what's enough information. That's hard to get, right? You need a bit of experience to do that. Um, but that is a good, it's a good uh, bit of that's advice. That's my only tip I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's, only got one. good advice. Got one. Just because of the breadth of what you need to do. Like you haven't got the luxury of going deep, nor do you need to because there's so many great people in Auto Trader. There's BAs, products, tech, all doing really good things. So you need enough context. I think the other thing, hmm, what else would you probably need? Um, I think you need to feel comfortable to ask a question. Like no one in Auto Trader wants to see you fail. Um, I think if you're unsure about something, you can ask. I think that that's uh, that would be a tip for me because I think there's an expectation sometimes, like you say, a new person starts hit the ground running. There's going to be things you need to know. Yeah. Uh, like, don't put too much pressure on yourself and know that if you ask a question, nine times out of ten, you know you'll get the support that you need. Maybe ten times out of ten. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of questions that I asked at the start that I thought this is going to be a really stupid one, and actually it's turned out to be fairly pertinent yeah, questions, yeah. and we've yeah. driven out some stuff that definitely. we didn't know before. Yeah, so definitely. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, similar, similar to Ebs, I think just ask ask as many questions as you can, but know what that tipping point of you know you don't need to know it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also be confident to challenge even mm. if you don't know it all because sometimes you know you are covering a blind spot that somebody might have and that that's yeah. you know everybody can find that really useful yeah and um, i think my, my other one was probably like don't forget about the end goal don't forget what we're driving to and uh, don't forget about the destination because it's so easy to get lost in the detail and then kind of forget what what we're trying to get at um, yeah. and and that can cause a yeah. lot of problems so it's almost like reminding yourself like what the big picture is all yeah. the time yeah Add into that as well. So, Pete, I'm to move no, no. <laughs> Add into that as well, though. I think there's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. No, I've lost my train of thought. Oh. Uh, no, I was just going to add to it, like that kind of not 
losing sight of the end goal. I think there's a balance between driving, like our role is to drive momentum, but driving it with an, an ability to understand how the team's performing yeah. and not killing them on the way. Like I think yeah. there's a, yes, we need to keep the end goal in mind, but we do have a bunch of people that we're trying to make sure get there as healthily as possible. It's managing that like we want to hit this deadline, but if we don't hit it, like we're not going to all like shout at each other. It's, it's <laughs> I don't like, know. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, a healthy relationship yeah. where everybody kind of contributes and yeah. we kind of say, well, actually we were a little bit delayed because of this and this and this, and everybody's kind of trying their best and is trying to achieve that goal um, yeah. and trying to manage that and communicate that broadly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is the, definitely the other one I was thinking of is the no surprises. Well, I use this on an, uh, another one we're talking about, but yeah. it just resonates in my head is no one's a surprise. So if there's, yeah. again, like you're talking, if things aren't going quite to plan, that shouldn't be a surprise. Nice. Yeah. Or if things are tough, it shouldn't be a surprise. It's that, but we're able to do it like objectively and go, yeah. actually, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, or we're going to try A, B, and C. But like, if it is going off paced, is that all of a sudden it's not three weeks down the line, it's like, surprise. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it hooks into what Daniel said, like right up front around what makes a good delivery lead. Like communication is key. We need to make sure that we're really across what's happening. We need to communicate that as early as possible. No surprises. Um, keeping that alignment and clarity of where we're up to with a, a piece of work and how we're delivering against that. Because um, there's nothing worse than that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. You lose confidence, right? Yeah. I think. It's not great. No, no. Cool. Well, as it's delivery, 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 we're bang on schedule, which <laughs> is, you know, not like it, not like us. No, I'm <laughs> joking. So, listen, cheers for that. I know it's uh, you're super busy and taking time out to come and chill in here and have a brew. Um, but going to let you jump back into digital retail platform and support, support, service, support. Support, support. Um, yeah. So big thanks to Daniel, Ebbs and Miguel uh, for your insights into delivery. And no doubt we'll have further conversations about wider GPM, GTM. Thanks again for everyone listening. So remember, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification button so you never miss the episode. And follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Catch you soon. Thanks, Pete. Cheers, Pete. No problem.